The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Now, listen, I know that I'm a stickler for details. I come from the old school, learn it from my dad, and I know our next guest, Bill Chow's from the old school. I've heard in past places that I've worked that I wasn't that well-liked, because guess what? I held people accountable. And also, guess what? We won! How about that? Details, details, details. Details win... Details lose. Are you winning now? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is. Welcome inside the RP Show on a Thursday. It's episode number 1038 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. I'm in the South Florida studio. Another beautiful day down here. Darren Moose DuPont is in uh, the center of the world. Uh, Toronto, Ontario, as he joins us today, Moose. Hey, I listen, I just realized my lighting is a little further from me than I should, so I'll, I'll get that figured out next uh, segment. But hey, we're ready to talk sports. I want to tell everybody we have a lot of interesting things to get to, more than we normally do. So we only have one guest today. It's A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks and the 67s and the Ottawa Fury. To appease our Eastern viewers, he's coming up later on in hour two. But for hour one, it's just me and the moose. And let me ask you, moose, did you get all brushed up on your homework with the topics that I want to get to today? Are you feeling armed and confident with your opinions I'm and armed takes and confident today? And I'm even yeah. ready for when you say, "What else you got today?" I've got more topics. <laughs> so if you need a lot of a topic, over we got you. You know, and that's the thing. It was fun the other day when I said with the poll question, what's the better uh, sports, winter sports or summer sports? I'll be honest with you. It's reflecting in our ratings and so forth that the people, they really like the hockey. They love the hockey talk. And I'm not going to talk hockey in middle of July. We're not that show. But but the thing is, there is enough. (coughs) Pardon me. I got some granola caught in my throat. I love that so much. That stuff from Trader Joe's. Uh, I'm not, you know, but there's enough. You're going to see here in our six topics that I think we got some pretty good stuff, but I'm interested to hear what yours are. So let's get down to it and quit Mickey Mousing. Uh, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn and we'll get into it. And uh, producer Tuna today. We're going to start with the Blue Jays because it is July and this is Canada's daytime sports talk show on Game Plus Television, but also on the radio in Atlanta. Shout out Ryan O Radio, a WQEE podcast and YouTube live. But the Toronto Blue Jays have one more day off before returning from the MLB All-Star break. Blue Jays slugger Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had a successful weekend by winning the home run derby. Pitcher Jordan Romano, meanwhile, had to exit the All-Star game with lower back tightness. Jays are third now in the AL East at 50-41. and 41. They open a three-game home series against the Arizona Diamondbacks Friday. This is how my mind works. And uh, while I think it's scattered, yours is probably at least 10 times worse for being scattered. So you get it. Uh, just this is where my, my mind went. Just yesterday or the day before on Miami Sports Radio, they were saying how Vladdy Jr. is probably going to end up being better than Vladdy Sr. Certainly, they're the first uh, father and son tandem to be named World uh, Home Run Derby MVPs and to win it. Sorry, first, not to be the MVPs of the All-Star, to win the Home Run Derby. Be a great debate, just not for today. Which son's better than their dad? And, and, and what I mean is, it's a great, like Bobby Hull, Brett Hull comes to mind. You know, that kind of thing. Which son's better than their dad? We're not doing that today. 
But I'm just saying, Joe Rose, that was a really good question. He's like, all these young stars on the Blue Jays, Kevin Biggio, um, Vladdy, Bulbashet. Well, Bo, I think, is better than his dad already. Uh, it's a hell of a it's hell of a debate. So listen, for those that are watching on YouTube or if you want to text in, you're listening on the radio or watching on Game Plus, 902-518-3033. It would be a nice casual diversion today. Which son's better than their dad in sports? Uh, yeah, anything on baseball? You're sitting there in Toronto. How much Jays talk have you heard the last 24, 48 hours? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's quiet with the All-Star break. But to your question on the text line, I'm not going to text in, but I'll say Ken Griffey Jr. and Cal Ripken Jr., when we stick on baseball, both better than their dads. All right. All right. Ah, uh, hey, James in Borden, Manitoba writes in. He says, my favorite RP shows are when it's just Rod and Darren. Thank you, James in Borden, Manitoba. I appreciate that. And the reason is when we do have the guests, it's great. And I hear it everywhere. Uh, here in Florida, here in Alberta, and certainly in Sask. It's like, you're, you have the best guests. Your guests really make it. So... It wouldn't, I think it would get boring if it was just me and Moose every day. And obviously, uh, Serena's great, which, by the way, she is offered next week to co-host when I'm not available, when I'm traveling. Just put that in your pipe and smoke it. Violet, Moose, Serena, the golden girl, says she's available. Um, I'm stepping back out of the comments for a section, a sec, second to continue. Because there's something I want to get to, and it's not this, but it's coming. So just hang on. Uh, number two, the Edmonton Elks will look to win a first game at home since 2019 when they host the Hamilton Tiger Cats to kick off week six in the CFL tonight. Uh, and our Bet Regal dealer no deal is coming up. Uh, Edmonton is 0-5 to start the season. Hamilton 1-3. And I just want to spend some time on that for our viewers in both cities, Edmonton and Hamilton, plus just all of the CFL fans that watch. What's you people's read on the game. I will just tell you right now, spoiler alert, Edmonton, wait, I got it right here. No, Hamilton's favored by a point, but the CFL picks that are published on rodpeterson.com weekly from the Canadian press are saying pick Edmonton to win. So it's basically a pick em tonight by two bad teams. I read the game notes, and the one thing that stuck out to me, if this means anything at all, I want your take, Matthew Schiltz, the starting quarterback for Hamilton, Schiltz Creek. He's five and five, Darren, all time as a starter. Oh and five, sorry, five and oh. Do I have this right? Five and oh against the East and oh and five against the West. I yeah, that sounds right to me. Oh and five against the East, five and oh against the West. Now, ah, whatever. I got to go back and read it again. Um, does that matter? Do you think? I'll, I'll find it here. <laughs> No, doesn't matter to me. Um, <laughs> those are different teams. Play spent time in Montreal. Um, no, doesn't matter. And this Edmonton team this year isn't a, you know, beast from the West. You know, sort of. You know, to say um, it's it's different. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's not thinking about that. Um, their favorites. I thought the spread when you read it yesterday was higher, so it's come down a little bit, which means people yep. are chucking some change. On the Elks, I would still put money on Hamilton right now. I think Hamilton is getting better, and Edmonton is not, if that makes sense. So I would go with Hamilton. Well, yeah, <clears throat> and it, I'm loading the game notes here, and God bless the CFL for sending them uh, every week as they do. I'll find it. I'm, I'm with you. This stuff is fun to talk about. There's no doubt. Oh, here's another one. Edmonton, this is the third time that they've been 0-5. The other day when Eddie Steele was on, I said, I don't know if Edmonton's ever been 0-5. <laughs> yeah. Wrong, Clark. They were 0-5 in 1965, and they were 0-5 in 1938. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Back when the Leafs were winning Stanley Cups. Hey. It's the last time that we can remember this. Sorry. Uh, and here it is. He's 5-0 against the East, 0-5 against the West. Matthew Schiltz Creek. So there's that. And I, and I just, so you said Hamilton's getting better. I think Edmonton's getting better. So I don't know how long I, I'm going to be able to hang in for this game tonight. It's a 9 o'clock Eastern kickoff. I will, I will not see the end of it. 
but that's okay. I know I'll be able to watch all the Ryder game on Saturday night because that is a 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff. So uh, I would take everybody's thoughts on the game tonight, who you think is going to win. James in Manitoba says, I, need bl I bleed blue and gold, but I feel for the Edmonton fans and pray this streak ends today. It's calamitous. It's disastrous. We ran that Twitter contest with our guy Jeff Yaremko in Edmonton who put up his five tickets that, you know, retweet for a chance to win. Like five people retweeted it. We've run contests where we've had 300 people retweet stuff. They don't even want to go to the games for free. Um, Leanne uh, in Regina says, I believe Orlando Steinauer has way more pressure on him to win this game than Chris Jones. If Hamilton loses to Edmonton, will he be walking a slow plank? Very possibly, um, but I will say this, and Leanne, you played sports. The players don't care. I mean, I'm sure they love Orlando. He's a great guy, but they're not taking the field thinking, we need to win to save our coach's job. They're not thinking that, which, interestingly enough, the coaches will decide, or sorry, the players will decide the game. But it's a good point. Um, who has more pressure, the O-Dog or Bryce Jones? What do you think? I think there's a lot of pressure on Orlando Steinauer. You know, I think it was Three Down that put it out, um, you know, a week or two ago when they showed the records. You know, we look back at the team that went to back-to-back -back Grey Cups and lost and the team that was 15-3. and three, And now that's, that's, there's been a couple seasons since 15-3. and three, You know, they've gone the other way the last two years. And if they continue to trend that way, you're going to start to think that 15-3 and three is an anomaly. I still think Orlando Steinauer is one of the better coaches in the Canadian Football League. And since Jeremiah Masoli really got hurt and Dane Evans came in and, and played well, got him into the, you know, the gray cap, but I think since Jeremiah Masoli really went down and left Hamilton, they've been without a quarterback. And no coach in football can win without a quarterback. So I think oh. he's been in a tough spot, but I think he's got a lot of pressure on him. I really do. And I think Chris Jones is going to last the season regardless have you been reading my diary because i was thinking that exact same thing you have no chance if you don't have a quarterback and i'm not saying matthew schiltz is no quarterback but he's not who hamilton wanted that was Bo. so they're playing a backup edmonton doesn't know what they want they've gone back to taylor cornelius which i was reading the notes on him and he's only thrown two picks in his last 74 attempts like he's not that bad um from the audience leanne says don't i don't feel sorry for edmonton fans before 2016 the elks slash esks made the playoffs 36 straight years no pity here um i don't feel sorry for them or the team either but that's not a malicious way of saying it like i got an oil buddy who i think when was it when we were going through COVID or somebody was losing a business and he goes, I don't feel sorry for them. Nobody felt bad for me when oil was $10 a barrel. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, And then he's the nicest yeah. guy in the world. So it's just the way. It's not a malicious thing. It's just, hey, we've been there. It sucks. Glad we ain't there anymore. Uh, 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 uh. And just one last one. Scott Ford in Toronto says, uh, Toronto Sports Radio makes me sick. Zero talk this week about the Argos and their game. No games in baseball, offseason in hockey and basketball, and they still talk hockey. Oh, ain't that a bitch. Here's the thing. We continue through 1,038 episodes now doing exactly the opposite of what everybody else is doing, and we continue to grow. How about that? And by the way, it's not How by design. That? Yeah, it's just what we want to talk about. Kevin, the medium's checked in, our sales coordinator. He says, good. RP peeps, what's morning to be alive? For sure, it beats the alternative. Um, Moose, we are in the quick six, as you know. This is the warm-up in our CFL coverage brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Social media is a wonderful thing. Our viewers all got together on Facebook last night and discovered that you can purchase it at Lakeview Fine Foods in the Queen City of Regina, Saskatchewan. Lakeview Fine Foods has Sober Carpenter on their shelves right now. It's also available in Vancouver. Go to their website, SoberCarpenter.com, for a store locator and get it in you. Okay, Moose, now this is what I wanted to talk about. 
and this is going to carry us for the rest of the hour. Number three, John Gruden, which I'm a fan of Gruden. Chucky, if you go to ESPN.com right now, and what put this on my radar was watching ESPN Sports Center this morning. Big expose on where it's at with Gruden. A lot of people following this. But headline, how John Gruden's email led to Dan Snyder's demise. The October 2021 leaks of John Gruden's toxic emails triggered a series of events that forced Dan Snyder to sell the commanders. Sources interviewed by ESPN connect the leaks to Dan Snyder, but they also say a larger cast of people might have been involved, including NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. I know we're up against it for time, but we do have a couple minutes here. It is, oh, it has more twists and turns and drama than an episode of Dallas. Like it really does. Or uh, your favorite Netflix series, Darren. Basically, okay, I've been doing a lot of the talking here. I asked you to brush up on this, and you did. So what's your take in two minutes on this story before we break and come back and delve into it more? It's not over. That's my take. My take is this oh, isn't gosh, over. No. And there's going to be a lot more to come of this because as much as I think Gruden would love to be back coaching again, it feels like reading the article and, and watching some of the videos that Gruden is more interested in taking down Roger Goodell in the NFL. And his personal lawyers are going back and investigating where the emails came from, who sent them, all of those things. And unless they were sent by burner phones and encrypted sources, and this gets tracked back to Goodell, who planted them and, and, and sent them to take down John Gruden, and it was malicious in intent, then there's going to be some issues. Um, and there's going to be lawsuits, and this is a long way from over. So uh, that's just the – I feel like we're just in the beginning of this. But the, what I took away is John Gruden – really pushing and trying to go after the NFL. Really? Well, that's not what my takeaway was. And it was part of, that was part of my takeaway, but you're right. The, the quote, and uh, I guess he's filing lawsuits or injunctions or something in the courts of Nevada through the civic legal system there. And the quote is that he wants to burn the NFL to the ground. And this has to do with the clash of egos, quite simply between Roger Goodell and John Gruden. And basically, Dan Snyder's ass was grass, the owner of Washington, for a long time. So he's like, hey, Commissioner Goodell, here's some emails from John Gruden where he made comments about black people and he made comments about gay people. You might want to have a look at these. So it was the whole bait and switch trying to distract Goodell. Somehow that turned the light on Snyder, too. And uh, it's the inside of the ego. You think this stuff doesn't go on? In the CFL or the NHL or the WHL, you think there's not people that don't have grudges against each other? Of course they do. But now it's become very public. And anyways, before we break, the poll question today for Key Auto Group. With the Key Auto Group, most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty guaranteed. Go to keyautogroup.ca. The key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements. The Key Auto Group here to take care of you. The question is, should John Gruden be allowed to coach in the NFL ever again? By the basis of the emails that were discovered from over 10 years ago, where he made comments about Demoris Smith, the head of the NFL Players Association, and his lips, and comments about gay people, uh, because Roger Goodell's brother is reportedly gay. That's out there. That's been reported. Uh, so that's got Goodell upset. So should Gruden be allowed to ever coach again? by basis of what's been uncovered. We'll talk about that and more when we come back and a lot more to get to. It's a Thursday. It's the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, podcast and YouTube Live.
Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. RP Show fans, we're back. By the way, Hims helps guys like you with all your health and wellness needs. Having issues in the bedroom? You're not alone, but Hims has you covered. Hims has lots of personalized options to treat ED like Viagra, Cialis, and Hard Mints. Their wintergreen chewable tablets compounded with doctor-trusted ingredients. New, discreet, and only available through Hims at 4hims.com/care. You can access licensed medical providers and trusted treatments for ED 100% online. If prescribed, Hims will ship to you for free in discreet packaging. It's that simple. Let's bring the moose in, if you don't mind. We are in the middle of the discussion about John Gruden, which I feel that's why. Yeah, the network's obviously down here talking about it a lot, but this is where I feel we really get into the, we're the view for sports fans. Because if we were sitting around having a coffee discussion, that's kind of what we're going to do right here about John Gruden. Uh, Again, I have not stuck my toe into the comments yet, and I will because Darren and I never really gave our opinions. But I'll say it one more time. John Gruden is threatening to burn the NFL to the ground because his emails from over 10 years ago were leaked to the media. And what the pro football talk... And ESPN stories insinuated is that Roger Goodell was behind leaking those to the media. So then the Raiders had no choice to get rid of Gruden. 
They had to. Now, this is where it gets juicy. Sorry, the thunder's rolling like crazy right now, Moose. That's what I hear. I thought it was my stomach for a second, but it's thunder. Um, should he be allowed back? I mean, with the racial comments, here's the thing. I worked in football for a long time. And I heard allegations of people, even in the CFL, that were racist. And I didn't really understand how that could be. I'm like, how could you work in pro football for a lifetime and be racist? I don't understand that. Like, I understand in hockey, where 99.1% of the players are white, I could see that. Or if they're anti-gay, I could see that based on numbers. But not when half the players are black. How could you interact with them? So I just have a tough time believing Gruden is, in fact, racist. He made a comment about Demoris Smith's lips. Was that racist? I Yes, I guess. And, and the gay thing... I often say if people uh, dug into your emails, not you, Darren, but you know what I mean, um, figuratively, your emails from 10 years ago, what would they find? Would you be okay with those being made public? So I will say yes, because I'm a second chance guy, third, fourth, fifth chance guy. And I just, I don't remember, you and I talked about this this morning too, did Gruden ever stand before the media and the nation, the world, and apologize for this? I don't really remember that. You know, this story is going on two years old that those emails came out. So I'll say yes. I think he should be. The majority of our viewers say the same. 70% saying, yeah, Gruden should be allowed to come back and coach. What are you voting? I'm voting yes. Um, Do I think it should happen now? I don't know. Um, Because we talked about this in our kind of, you know, pre-show morning conversation that we had. Like, who gets to decide how long is long enough who gets to decide when the punishment's over it's not like he was suspended for a set number of days or games or years and uh, who gets to make that choice i think each team and the league you know will have a different opinion on this and it, it, it also depends for me too if i'm a team looking to hire him as a coach when were these emails from right how long ago um what's the most recent who is john gruden today Um, What do people think about him that have worked with him? I have to go through all of those things. And if I'm comfortable with the man he is today, then I'm comfortable with him being my head coach, even though I might not be comfortable with the man he was yesterday, right? And that's about people growing and evolving. And look, I'm sure like I have ancestors that I probably wouldn't be so proud of the actions that they probably took back in the day. But it's all about who are you today? And what kind of person are you now? Because I'm living in the now, and that's what I'm making my decisions. I need you to coach my team today. I don't need you to coach my team 10 years ago. I need you to coach today. Well, and the other reason why Gruden's so upset, it's one thing It's one thing to whether he can coach again, but he no TV network's going to touch him because they can't now, right? Um, no team probably can touch him. It's effectively done which is what Goodell wanted if the allegations are true. Ted, which is, which is interesting, by the way, that ESPN and ProFootballTalk.com are pointing the finger right at Goodell because I've been around this business a long time too, and you can't do that unless you are guaranteed that you're right. If you're very confident that you're right. So, yeah, and that's something else to be pointing your finger at the commissioner of the most powerful league on the planet. He ain't suing them. <laughs> Ted in Red Deer says, uh, if burn down the NFL, Gruden means get Goodell fired, then maybe. If he means to take on the billionaires club and take them down, no way. Hope he coaches again, though. And that's the whole other side of this. See, this is why I feel like, fill up your coffee. We could be here a while. And just hang on because we're getting to hazing next. And Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. But this is the egos of sport. This is why I can't deal with it anymore. And I used to think that way. I don't think that way anymore. I just don't have the energy in me for the fight. You want to prove your balls are bigger? Go ahead. Fill your boots. But Gruden and Goodell are like two rams on the mountain cliff, you know, colliding. Who's going to win this one? And football's the worst of all the sports for whose balls are bigger and machismo.
You know what? Gru- <laughs> Does Gruden yeah. not just typify the football guy? Doesn't he? He's that guy. He's he's absolutely that guy. You see it all the time in the interactions. He lives, eats, breathes football, macho. He is he is that. And then some. If there was ever a guy that fit the stereotype, is John Gruden. Arlen Bruce the third checks in, and I appreciate him for that. NFL CFL alum. He says, I'm all for second and third chances in life. Gruden is a shrewd guy, but good for the business he's in. Not too many coaches you can say that about in the NFL. I think Mark Cohan should get a second chance. Mark Cohan? I don't want to kick over that stone. That's a whole other thing. I mean, what do they say in the CFL office? Somebody said to me, the difference between our owners and the NFL owners is our owners think they're rich. <laughs> but, the, but the mindset is the same. You know, it's nine of them in the Canadian Football League. It's 32 of these mega-rich egomaniacs in the National Football League. You could never beat them. So it is kind of Gruden versus Goodell. Do you not think? I mean, you, he, Ted's right. You're not going to change how the NFL does business. There's no way. No, not at all. But to set a precedent that if it was malicious in intent and it was sent, you know, in a way that was unprofessional and not right, um, you could set a precedent and put, I don't know if you're going to say put the fear of God into commissioners and future commissioners, but just kind of a warning almost that says, look, you can't just do this and be unfair and, and be malicious because we're not going to sit here and just take it, you know, and it doesn't mean it's just like the Kaepernick situation. You know, you want to take a knee and you want to do the protesting and all that is fine to say, this is not right the way we're treated. Now, it's not for you. Kaepernick's not going to play in the NFL. And Gruden does this. He's not going to coach in the NFL. But it might help the next guy and the next gal and the next you know, person down the road. So it's a little bit of that, but you're not going to take down 32 owners. You're not going to take down the NFL in that sense. Stephen in North Dakota writes that he says it would be great if society would listen to Moose's voice of reason. Glenn in Medicine Hat writes in and says, is there any truth that back in the day, sports media understood the context and tolerated potentially racist commentary, but once news desk media got wind, these people pushed for accountability? I'd never heard that one before. And I'm not saying that's necessarily right either. We put up with a lot of stuff back in the day. Kevin the Medium was just saying he was playing in a poker tournament at Ace Casino and some older guy made a remark about Asians and was called out for it at the table playing poker. Like You can't say that anymore. You know, we all have that family member that says those things. And trust me, we spent a whole day on this in our certified recovery coaches academy that I was in with Theo in Hartford. A whole day on unintended racism. You said the thing, you didn't mean for it to be offensive, but it was. You know, is that a learning moment for John Gruden? Is it a learning moment for people of that generation? It's not okay anymore to say those things. And to be honest, so Gruden said it over 10 years ago. Would he still say it now? My guess is he probably would. (laughs) Brian in Alberta writes it and says, how many hockey players have screwed up, did their time, and became better players, even better people? There's a lot. Yeah, but this is a different time. It's not like it used to be. That's why I don't want to be in it anymore. Joe Lazito writes in. He says, I think personalities like Gruden are good for sports, but Goodell versus Gruden is a battle of massive egos. Well, Goodell is in charge. I don't see Gruden back on an NFL sideline. And was that not what you said, Moose? You said this will last as long as Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. I think so. Yeah, it will take until, you know, that person that has the grudge or the vendetta is no longer in charge, you know? So, um, and what's going to happen first? I mean, I don't know the ages of Roger Goodell and John Gruden, but they're kind of in the same um, generation, right? Mm -hmm. So 
it's not like one's going to significantly like I probably will outlast John Gruden and Roger Goodell. I'm younger than them, right? But it's not yeah, it'll last as long as John Gruden's in power. Or there's guys coaching in the NFL into their into their 70s. And by the way, here's the next point. Northwestern fired coach Pat Fitzgerald on Monday amid a hazing scandal that called into question his leadership of the program and damaged the university's reputation after it mishandled its response to the allegations. Fitzgerald's dismissal completed a rapid fall from grace for the former All-American linebacker, the star of the 1995 Northwestern team that won the Big Ten and played in the Rose Bowl after years of losing. The 48-year-old Fitzgerald had been firmly entrenched at his alma mater, an annual fixture on any list of college coaches with the most job security. Player came back and said, we were hazed under his watch. It included forced nudity, sexual acts, uh, degradation. We'll talk about that when we come back, and I'm going to tell you what I know about hazing from my time in sports. We've got a lot to get to, Moose. We'll be back. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network. Of course, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games. And the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. We're back and just ahead of delving right back into the kettle of today's discussion. Are you too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? Well, with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Think of frozen TV dinners, but healthy and fresh. Right now, head to Factormeals.com slash Peterson50 and use code Peterson50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Peterson50 at Factormeals.com slash Peterson50 to get 50% off your first order. Okay, uh, if we can bring Moose back in from Toronto. We were talking about the John Gruden thing. Um, and now we've moved on to the Pat Fitzgerald thing, fired at Northwestern for hazing that went on under his watch. Just from the audience, John is watching uh, Moose in Rosetown. He says, people can be and often should be given second chances. However, if the second chance isn't real and he isn't truly forgiven, the suspicion of being that guy will be a stink unshakable in the coaching world. And hey, it's not all about coaches. Buffalo Bill writes in, and says Rod's getting a second chance outside of Saskatchewan. Rod moved on. Some in Sask are still holding a grudge. Uh, they are, but this is better. So, as I was saying earlier, I don't have time for it anymore. You just go ahead. You want to be a child? Be a child. Um, and we'll see how it turns out for both. On the, how much do you know about the Pat Fitzgerald situation? Are you following that? It's obviously a huge yep. deal. Here, it's on your radar? Yep, for sure. Well, and that's the thing. I read two lines of the story of what came out of Northwestern. He was fired amid hazing allegations. Well, and I said just before the break, uh, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was more than one player, but it only takes one player. Says, uh, we were hazed, forced nudity. What did I say? Sexual acts, degradation. And I'll just say this. I, I couldn't agree more with my guy, Joe Rose, radio guy here in Miami. He used to play for the Dolphins. He's been doing color for the Dolphins for 20-plus years on radio. And he's, he played at Berkeley, and he goes, how is this still going on? That's the main thing. And that's where, you know, I wanted to get down to this because I'm ashamed of not just the things that I saw in sports. It's not just a sports thing. I mean, there's 
I saw kids in our town, our small town, whatever you want to call it, hazing, physical bullying, and and then into junior hockey. I don't want to name the teams. It was hazing that went on with the Rough Riders too, but not to the degree, frankly, of the junior hockey. And all I will say is that stuff breaks people. And I didn't know it at the time, but I've had these players come back to me since and they've never been the same since. And of course, they go on to not just mental health problems, a lot of them addiction problems. It breaks them, you know, and I'm more than... So basically, with the case of Pat Fitzgerald says, I didn't know this was going on. Uh, you had a good answer for that. And that's why he got fired. <laughs> the school's like, that's not good enough, Pat. It's your job to know what's going on in your locker room. Now, you're not hanging out at team parties and things like that, but it's your job to know, and at least it's your job to communicate to the players what's okay and what's not. Like, you know, we used to, you know, it was called, you know, initiation, right? Not yeah. hazing. Um, hazing is, you know, when you go overboard. Like, we see it in the NFL all the time. The rookie gets tied up to the goalposts and poured Gatorade on his head and things like that. And... It's a fine line as to what's okay and what's not. And there is no black and white with it because, you know, something to one person is okay and to the next person it's not. Like if I get tied up to a goalpost, like that's kind of lighthearted and fun and you're going to haze the new guy and you're going to put tape on his, around his arms and things like that. But to somebody else who's got massive claustrophobia, you know, it could cause a panic attack and, and, and a breakdown. And so you've got to read the room and the situation. Um, the other side of it, too, is with the Pat Fitzgerald situation, I think it's more about the response to it, too. You mentioned in the, in the news report, in the headline, about the, you know, the failed response and how he botched the response to this. And when you're dealing with donors and alumni and boards of the university and the athletic department and all these different people, you're just like they expect you to uphold the reputation of the institution. And so if you don't respond to this in a way that positively reflects the institution, I think that's, you know, as big of the story here as him just, as the hazing just happening under his watch. It's a little bit how he responds to it. If he had responded swiftly and confidently in a, in a way that was respectful of the institution and kept them a proud institution that deals with these things properly, then he still has his job today. But I think you have a lot of upset people behind the scenes that are like, this guy's making us look bad. He's got to oh. go. Well, sometimes I wonder, who are the adults in the room? What did Arash Manati say when he was on last week? We were all raised to think the authority figures know what they're doing. And then you get into it and you realize, no, they don't have a flipping clue, man, of what they're doing. You know, for instance, um, just... The one thing with teams, and we see it in colleges. I mean, the one thing Joe Rose talked about was going to Berkeley and how just with a fraternity, forget about the football team. He was like, guys wanted to join a fraternity and the horrible things that were done to them. I went to a Canadian college. We didn't have fraternities. So I've never really understood how that worked. So it, again, it's not just sports, but Joe Rose was like, how do you volunteer for that? Why would you? Why, do, why are you letting them do that to you? In a sports team, you don't have a, a choice. You have to do it, you know? And, uh, and then the coaches turn a blind eye. And when they try to stop the hazing, this is why I'm like, I talk to coaches now, I talk to teachers now. They're not trained to deal with these types of issues, so it needs to immediately be stopped. But a lot of the players will say, well, I had to do it when I was 16. The point is, how do you stop a vicious cycle? You know what you do? You just stop it. Sorry it happened to you. Go see this person over here. They'll help you with your, uh, you know, a therapist, that kind of type of thing. You just stop it. I mean, I kind of get it. It's like, we went through this. He's got to go through. No, he doesn't. It's over. Done. But they won't do it. They keep allowing it to happen. That's the point. And again, who's in charge here? And the reason I say about talking to teachers and coaches is, they're not trained to deal with their players or their students that are dealing with this at home, you know, or this even out on the playground, to be honest with you. That's why they, some cases, they try to help, end up botching it more or ignore it entirely. 
Bring in a professional that knows what they're doing. So Troy in Toronto writes that he says, hazing stories I've heard about are unthinkable. Sexual, verbal abuse, shaved heads, forced lewd acts, etc. seem to be rampant. I know guys who quit teams because they refuse to participate. And that's the point. How is this still going on? Because I've been with many teams and dealt with many coaches, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody because I was a witness too. Not a participant, but a witness. I knew what was going on. It wasn't my place to stop it. But the coach a lot of times knew and just ignored it. And that's, yeah, I'll end it there. We'll come back with a sports update, and we're going to play deal or no deal if we have time in this hour. Those are the topics I wanted to talk about. They can run throughout the day, but we're going to lighten it up a little in hour two. A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, is going to join us. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. We're going to jump right into a sports update. Man, we've covered a lot of ground today and people have a lot of opinions. But I need to tell you what went on last night. Stephen Smith's 20-point night led the Calgary Surge to a much-needed CEBL win as they snapped a two-game losing streak and won at the Montreal Alliance 77-74. That's the Canadian Elite Basketball League. Ottawa forward Dang Adele's 10 points in the fourth quarter kept the Blackjacks franchise record 10-game win streak alive as they beat the Brampton Honey Badgers 88-82 at the CAA Center on Wednesday in Brampton. Edmonton Elks looking to win a first game at home since 2019 when they host the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. Elks 0-5, Ticats 1-3. Three Canadians are in the field today at the Scottish Open, which serves as a tune-up for the British Open. Canadian Open champ Nick Taylor of Abbotsford, B.C. leads the Canadian contingent. Corey Connors of Listowel, Ontario, and Mackenzie Hughes of Dundas, Ontario, are also in the field. The sports update brought to you by the studies. Their island rock genre of music was named Concert of the Year by Planet S Magazine. Their new tour kicked off June 23rd. For info on it, check thestudies.ca and stream The Steadies today on Apple Music and Spotify. And we're brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters July 21st. Barbie! Barbie lives in Barbie land, and then a story happened. Starring Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, and Margot Robbie. Okay, the moose is with us. I'm just going to read a couple of texts that have come in on the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. Donald Mitchell, our Navy friend, has two comments one of which has to carry over into next hour. But he says, the first, he says, Canada Land, a podcast, recently did a series of stories on the dark side of Canadian hockey. I'm not sure I want to listen to that. I've lived it. I've seen it. Don't want to revisit it. Two, he says, hi, Rod. I've been seeing more NHL players avoiding Canadian franchises. Is the fanaticism of Canadians towards the NHL becoming too much? Do NHLers value their privacy over becoming megastars in Canada? Just hang on. We'll get to that next hour. I got a lot. We don't have time here for that. Uh, Peter Hughesley writes in. Peter is in the Queen City. He says, hi, Rod. Congratulations to Brad Haroff. He was named, uh, I guess, head coach of the Regina Pats today. I mean, they've, they've known this for months. I didn't want to spoil their surprise. I already spoiled it with a GM, Alan Miller, the other day. So did they announce it? Uh, Brad Haroff, the new coach of the Regina Pats. Congratulations. He, was, uh, he says, I know him personally, and as a great guy, it's going to be a tough gig. And Kirk in Toronto writes in. He says the CFL needs a new commissioner. Randy is terrible. So there's, well, okay. Any thoughts, Moose? 
on any of this? Well, congratulations to Brad Haroff. I know John Paddock, you know, extended his contract before he resigned and, and made sure that Brad was taken care of. And he's a natural fit. He's been around that organization for a long time. He was there during the run to the league final. He was there during the Memorial Cup year. Um, he's well-respected. Players love him. Um, now he gets an opportunity to be a head coach again, this time at the Western League level. So wishing him and the Pats all the best. I think it's a great move. Okay, thank you for that. And, oh, they haven't? <laughs> Tuna just told me they didn't have... Oops. Well, they might as well now. <laughs> Breaking news, Brad Haroff is the new head coach of the Regina Pats. And you can tell everybody you heard it here first, God's team. Um, where were we? Where are we? The one thing, I mean, there's a story at 3downnation.com. I kind of skimmed over this because I was way more, as were you, way more into the Gruden stuff today and a little bit of Fitzgerald, but the ratings are up in the CFL. So to be honest with you, uh, maybe this will carry over an hour or two as well. It is the Canadian Football League. It's summer and we're on Canadian anchored television. So I think we can talk about it. Ratings are up by how much? I don't know, but they're up, up is up. And the attendance is up, too. How do you fire the commissioner out of that? The thing that pisses me off the most is all the owners and the deep thinkers are going to think they're the reason, which they're not. And I'll sit there and say, okay, all this is up. How much more money are you making? So is the salary cap going up? Are you doing away with the coach's salary cap? Because when that happens, then, then I'll applaud you. Until then, big deal. So we have a lot to get to next hour. A.J. Jakubek, the voice of the Red Blacks, will join us as well. So stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.